Holy Gospel is written in the eighth chapter of the Gospel according to St. John, beginning at the first verse. Glory be to thee. Then each of them went home, while Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and began to teach them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, and making her stand before all of them, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now what do you say? They said this to test him so that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, let anyone among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And once again he bent down and wrote on the ground. When they heard it, they went away one by one beginning with the elders. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? And she said, No one, sir. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go your way, and from now on, do not sin again. This is the gospel of Christ. Praise to Christ our Lord. May I speak in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Now this is a story in which the accusers of the woman caught in adultery are shown to be living in the black and white world of the law. In the black and white world of the law, everything is clear and everything is simple. This woman, they say, was caught in the very act of committing adultery. In our law, Moses commanded that such a woman must be stoned to death. If you do wrong, then you are punished. No consideration of circumstances or motivations, no compassion for a fellow human being, no opportunity for restoration or rehabilitation, and no equality, because in this story it is the woman, not the man, who has been brought from the very act of adultery to be tried. So in the black and white world of the law, there we find no consideration, no compassion, no restoration, no equality. The black and white world of the law has no color because it has no nuances, no distinctions, no difference, no variation. People often like to live in the black and white world of the law because everything is easy to understand and easy to put into practice. There's no wrestling with difficulty and no struggling with conscience, but it is a harsh world without understanding, without compassion and without forgiveness. The hands of the accusers point away from themselves and towards the woman. This represents our common response as human beings to our own fallibility and failure. 
Instead of acknowledging our own shortcomings, we attempt to distract attention away from ourselves by identifying a scapegoat and angrily pointing out that person's many failings. Using this tactic, we are often very successful in covering up our own shortcomings. But the reality is that we are being hypocritical. By bending down and writing in the sand with his finger, Jesus created a pause that was pregnant with the possibility of other points of view, other perspectives, other understandings. When the simplistic rush to condemnation is halted, other questions immediately arise to muddy the waters that had initially seemed crystal clear. What would be the compassionate response? the restorative response, the forgiving response. The words which follow this act of writing in the sand, whichever one of you has committed no sin may throw the first stone at her, are words which undermine the black and white world of the law by revealing the hypocrisy at its heart. The reality is that each one of us has broken the law and each one of us are sinners. And if that is so, on what basis can one sinner presume to judge or condemn another? To do so is a gross act of hypocrisy which multiplies one sin upon another. Jesus and the woman, by contrast, live in a world of love. They live in a world without condemnation. Is there no one left to condemn you? Jesus asks the woman. No one, sir, she answers. Well then, Jesus says, I do not condemn you either. They live in a world where second chances and fresh, fresh starts are available. Go, says Jesus, but do not sin again. This world of love is a world where nuances exist difference is recognized and variation is understood and therefore choices and chances exist which simply did not occur in the black and white world of the law. In the world of love, a multitude of sins can be covered over. What does all this have to do with Ash Wednesday? As the sign of the cross is marked in ash on your forehead, these words were said. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel. In this service, therefore, we recognize and acknowledge both our sinfulness and our mortality, and recognizing the link between the two, that the wages of sin are death. The ash mark on our forehead is a public acknowledgement of our sinfulness but because it is formed as a cross it is also a sign of the forgiveness that we have received we are saying that we no longer live in the black and white world of the law where sin automatically leads to death instead like the woman caught in adultery we have been accepted and welcomed into the world of love by jesus himself he says to us what he said to that woman, I 
do not condemn you. Go, but do not sin again. And those words are spoken to us all, whether we were the accused or whether we were those who accused others. Whichever we may be, we are called to turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel. And this Lent, we will have the opportunity to explore this in practice as we show here in St. Stephen Warbrook crucifixion drawings by the artist Francis Bacon. Francis Bacon was an atheist whose lifestyle was promiscuous in many ways. It would be easy to criticize him and his crucifixion images, and yet through his reflections over many years on the crucifixion, there will be much for us to see and appreciate, disturbing as his images may be. Our Lenten exhibition will therefore challenge us to look outside the black and white life of the law and to embrace the world of love. May we rise to that challenge. Amen.